all good. G'day gang, how are we going? It's Brad Shepard here from Create PT Wealth and uh, coming at you today with another one of our Create PT Wealth success stories. And um, what we love to do is we love to speak to the people who have been through our program who are out there in the fitness industry and who are making a huge difference. And so it's uh, without further delay that I want to introduce uh, my guest today. His name is Reese Brooks. Reese, welcome to today's program. G'day Brad, mate. Thanks for having me. Yeah, great to have you along, mate. Now, uh, Reese, mate, I'm going to hook straight into it because I know you've got lots of valuable information to share today. So, mate, first of all, I'd love to hear a bit about yourself. Uh, what got you into the industry? How did you arrive at this industry? How long have you been in it for? And where does your business currently operate from? Okay, fantastic. Um, been in the game for around 15 years now. Uh, I got into health and fitness through my own sort of lifestyle transformation. I was quite an overweight kid up until the age of around 23. Um, then I got uh, my ex-girlfriend actually, she signed me up to a gym. Um, I hated it to start with and I got into it, ended up yeah. loving it, lost a ton of weight. Uh, from there, you know, I went to university, studied at UTS in Sydney, sports science. Uh, and then I ended up in London, uh, ended up falling into PT over there. Spent about nine, nine years over there working in the industry yeah. and then came back to Sydney a couple of years ago uh, and uh, set up shop in Bond Street Fitness First. Yeah. And uh, that's where I'm currently at now. Uh, I've got um, the company, the business name is Brooks Performance. And uh, I've got a team, uh, three of us at the moment. We had four, but we had one recently leave and we're looking for uh, a new person at the moment. Yeah. Okay, cool. So uh, three or so, three or four years, is it now back in Sydney? Uh, it'd be about two and a half. Two and a half years. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. Nine years in London. So over there, were you running your own business or did you work for somebody else? Or how, how, was the, how was the setup over there? Mate, I worked uh, for Virgin Active over there. Mm -hmm. uh, so basically, you know, I was paid uh, a wage dependent on how many sessions I delivered. Yeah. Not the greatest model as a trainer. You know, you slog your guts out, you're doing 45, 50 hours a week and yeah. not getting too much. It's probably about a 50-50 split, if not worse. Yeah, gotcha. Okay, cool. So, so basically, you're over that model over there. But my understanding is to that time, those nine or so years, is when you started to entrench yourself into your own professional growth and development and so forth. So, mate, can you tell us a bit about maybe some of the... Um, some of the technical training that you did uh, to improve yourself as a trainer? Yeah, 100%. Um, so one thing that I realised early on uh, is that, you know, I had to upskill myself, to, um, you know, to attract clients, to a, a good type of clientele. Uh, so I undertook, I started off as a Czech practitioner, which stands for Corrective, Holist Corrective Exercise, Corrective Holistic Exercise Kinesiology. That's the yeah. one. And from there, went on to study under the Poliquin brand. Yeah. So I did, did all their courses. Yeah. Uh, went on to do a lot of Olympic weightlifting, um, some FMA strength fight courses. Then, I've, what else? Uh, then nutrition. I ended up studying sports nutrition uh, with the International Society of Sports Nutrition. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, got qualified as a sports nutritionist. Yeah, and so my, my perception of what I've seen of you, yourself and your business is you love the ongoing uh, professional development. You've also positioned yourself uh, as quite a specialist. So could you tell us a bit about the, the type of specialities that you, you focus on with clients and, and the reason why people come to you? Yeah, sure, mate. Um, I think, you know, if, if I had to say what I specialise in, it's probably body composition. Mm. Uh, you know, so helping people look good naked. Um, yeah. Yeah, that would be the number one. You know, you know, strength and conditioning, getting guys strong as well. I really enjoy that. And females, guys yeah. and girls. Uh, they yeah. be my two big ones. 
Um, yeah. I've also kept myself pretty well versed in um, corrective exercise. Um, studied, you know, like back rehab with Stu McGill. Yeah. Um, you know, check qualifications that have helped me out there. Yeah. You know, you're, you're, you know, being in the industry for so long, you pick a lot of this stuff up yourself and you start to identify, um, you know, what's going on with the body. Yeah. Um, you know, names like Paul Check, Apollo Quinn, Stuart McGill, the rest of it. I mean, McGill wrote the textbooks, didn't he, on this stuff, right? So can you tell us a yeah. bit about you? you uh, I remember the, the time that you went over there. Can you tell us a bit about that journey and how long you were in London for and all that for that course? Oh, the, yeah, yeah. So it was basically a, a, a Stuart McGill course and I'd, you know, always been hanging out to do one of his back rehab courses. Yeah. Um, I was based in Sydney at the time, but mm. I saw that he had a course in London and there wasn't mm. another course that I could do for, well, actually there wasn't any other courses in Australia. So I thought, bugger it, I'm just gonna, you know, drop a couple of grand, get a plane ticket across, go do the course for a weekend and then fly back and yeah, that's what I did. <laughs> Which you did, and I remember speaking yeah. to you and you were like, on a flight, boom, London, did the course, right, jumped yeah. on a plane, come back and you were training clients the next day, so. Yeah, I was yeah. actually at the airport when I spoke to you, I do remember that. <laughs> I love it. Um, so you come through, you've obviously been part of the Create PT Wealth program. It's been a pleasure having you uh, part of it. What, what sort of uh, struggles or concerns might you have had before embarking on the whole business side of it? Because obviously you had the technical side of it sorted. Uh, what, what were some yep. of your fears and frustrations then? Mate, I think, you know, when I came to Bond Street, it was a bit of a realisation. You know, I was, I was technically minded, but, mm. you know, the sales skills, the marketing skills, uh, the business administration skills, um, I, you know, I didn't have a clue. Yeah. Uh, I was a little bit like a fish out of water. And I thought, you know, it's sort of, you know, sink or swim. Um, yeah. you know, and, and I was doing all right, but I knew that I needed to do better. And that's when I, you know, um, saw, saw you guys. Yeah. Um, I think it's a great mantra too, because I guess, uh, you know, again, my, the perception is, my opinion is that you are a, a trainer that's very well respected there. Um, and um, also you're well skilled and well qualified, but at the same time, you also recognise the need for that ongoing learning and ongoing development and so forth. And that's, again, something I, I, I see in you. Yeah, mate. You know, I, th I think it's a big part of being a PT, you know, the ongoing education. Yeah. You, for one, you become stale. Um, yeah. You know, with your, in your own mindset, you know, become bored, dis, disheartened. I see, I've seen it so many times with the trainers. They just kind of hit this point and, uh, you know, you get down, depressed and shit, you know, I'm not, I'm not enjoying this anymore. Yeah. And if I ever get like that, I know it's time to book a course, you know. Um, the other thing is, you know, to, to charge, you know, a, a high rate um, yep. and to attract clients, you know, you've got to have a good skill set. Yeah, agree 100%. Now, you, obviously, you've had some successes along the way. So, mate, could you tell us a little bit about some of those, like, you you know, from what you were doing, how many sessions you got up to at Bond Street, the type of rates that you might have been charging, and now how many sessions you're doing collectively as a team? Yeah, I, I guess, you know, if I look at sort of where I started, I started as a solo operator in Bond Street, charging mm. um, 100 to 110 for my services. Yeah. Um, you know, I grew that into a team of, of four trainers. Um, and we were uh, about 80 to 90 sessions per week. Um, yeah. And, you know, I, I pitched myself then at um, 140 plus GST, so 154 an hour. Uh, my youngest fellow, he's on 90 plus GST, 99. And the other two guys are on 110 plus GST. Yeah, good sure. So, you know, per annum, um, when we had the four of us, um, you know, it was roughly about 500K um, yeah. per, per year. We've, we've dropped a little bit now. Yeah, but uh, you know we're going to pick that up in the new year when we find uh, a new team member. Yeah, gotcha. So five hundred k, roughly ten grand a week thereabouts. Now, yes. uh, for you, one hundred and fifty odd dollars uh, per session, which you know for some people listening in, in various parts of the country, they can yeah hear that those figures that can be quite overwhelming. But um, 
uh, I remember having the, the conversation with you because what uh, I remember you were saying is that you know you, you found that even though you were increasing the rates, uh, you positioned yourself so well that there was still that demand there, and then people were quite happy to pay the fee. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, yeah. we're quite fortunate to be working in the heart of Sydney CBD in the banking district. Yeah, uh, you know, a lot of lawyers, bankers, etc. Yeah, um, and and. Having it, it's fantastic having a team below you because you can position yourself at that price point. Yeah. And then, you know, if it's out of someone's budget, you do have other options. Yeah, yeah, it's great. And so no one misses out on the Brooks performance experience. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, yeah, 100%. Um, and so, mate, oh, great successes. I mean, I think, you, you know, maybe you can fill me in on two and how many sessions you're doing because I, 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 my recollection is that you're a man who's always prepared to just get in there and do the work. So has that shifted? Like, so, I mean, I know you were doing bulk sessions. Are you still doing lots or what? Tell, tell Not me about quite that. as many. I'm, st- I'm yeah. still doing a lot. Um, yeah. you know, I'm still doing 30, 30 a week. 30 uh, sessions a week, yeah. yeah. Prior to yeah. that, you know, I've been up around 40 to 45 a week. Yeah. Um, yeah, but, you know, obviously running a business requires a lot of time. So, you, you know, you have to take a step back. Yeah, and they're all one-hour sessions, right? They are, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you don't do any half hours, no 45s. You, you're just a one-hour man, myself, is it? Not, not myself personally. Uh, yeah. One of, uh, one of the boys does a couple of 45-minute sessions. Yeah. Uh, so you've got, you've got that on offer for clients if for some reason time restrictions or any of that sort of stuff? Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah, yeah. We prefer to keep it at the hour though. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, so it's, a, it's, a, it's obviously a decent workload and I, I guess the, the, what I've seen from you, again, you're prepared to get in, do the work, do the sessions, but also allocate the time to work on the business. So tell us a bit about yeah. that, that, that part of your life. How do you, how do you balance that up between doing the in versus doing the on? Look, I'm, I'm still working on it. Um, I, I find it, I have to be honest, I still find it pretty hard to switch between that business owner and yeah. the trainer. Like, yeah. you know, you finish up at a session, all of a sudden you've got to put your business hat on, start yeah. looking at spreadsheets or start, you know, prospecting, ringing people, ringing leads. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I sort of, I'll book out uh, sections of my diary. This really helps. Yeah. So, you know, dead hours, hours that are blank, I'll book that out with, with tasks and, you know, they'll be, you know, business-oriented administration-type tasks. Yeah. And just, just get on and do them. Um, you know, I'll spend a bit of time in the early hours of a Saturday morning um, getting some of the work done as well. Yeah. So that, that always helps out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, and uh, you obviously see plenty of PTs in action, you know, around the world now, not only in Sydney but around the world. But, mate, in your words, um, you know, why do you think is it that some PTs just uh, aren't succeeding and not, you know, hitting the types of targets that they want and so forth? I think there's, you know, a couple of different reasons. Um, obviously, the big ones are, you know, lack of business skills. You know, sales and marketing is a, is a huge component of what we do. When we get into yeah. the game, you never, you never think about that. Yeah. You, know, you think about the technical side of it, you know, the yeah. spots, the mobility aspect, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it, you know, if you're working at a, at a busy gym, fast-paced gym, you know, uh, with other, you know, with competition, um, you know, you, you've got to sort of set yourself apart from the crowd. And, you know, only way to do that is with good marketing. Yeah. And, and, then you, and then you've got to land these people, which is where your sales skills come in. So yeah. maybe one of them. Um, I think I think a lot of people, they sort of, their views of health and fitness are a little bit skewed. Um, yeah. You know, we, we take a quite a results, evidence-based process. And yeah. that, you know, the sort of methodologies that we follow are all based in science. And we know they're going to deliver a result. And mm. so... We get the results, and, and, and our results speak uh, for themselves, and that's how we attain our clients. It's a form of marketing, as such. Yeah, 
Yeah. So I think, you know, some trainers don't go in with a plan. They don't really understand how it all works. And, and, you know, it might be good for a couple of months, but when the results aren't coming through because they're just doing things willy-nilly, not following a plan, yeah. then the client will realise, hey, I'm just I'm paying money for this guy to count my reps. Yeah. And, and, and they'll move on, you know? Yeah. Um, it's, it's a great yeah. point, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. And the other one I think is, um, you, know, uh, you know, the mindset um, a lot of trainers will have this mindset that I'm just I'm just a trainer. I'm not really worth that much. Yeah. Um, and 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 that's that's an issue right there because if you're not if you don't think you're worth much, then you're not going to really be able to go out and sell for a good value. Absolutely. Yeah. And then personal organisation, I think, and, and goal setting is another big one. Um, yeah. I know a lot of PTs that are very disorganised. Um, mm. Don't set goals. Don't block out times in their calendar. Yeah. Um, and yeah, the business is all over the show. Yeah, they find that, that I often see that they can find themselves the time to train. So it's like I can always find the time to work out, uh, look after my macros, do all that sort of stuff. When it comes to business, you know, that they can fall down dramatically, you know. So it's yeah, like what exactly I find that, that skill sets are transferable, you know. If I can do it for my training, I can do it for business, you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. exactly. Great points. You mentioned the mindset side of it, um, mate. So let's talk about that for a minute. So, um, yeah. mate, you know, success, in my opinion, doesn't always come in the financial currency. So obviously things are going really well for you. But can you tell us a bit about maybe some of the personal growth uh, breakthroughs you've had or some of the things that you, you might have experienced, um, you know, being part of the program or on your journey? Yeah, mate, sure. Uh, I think that the massive one for me was, um, you know, I'd been stuck. And even when I... Came, even though I'd done nine, 10 years and then came over back to Sydney, yeah. I was still stuck as a trainer. Um, and it was fear uh, and lack of confidence that was keeping me there. You know, yeah. although I had a big, you know, lots of qualifications behind me, mm. I just was stuck at this point. Um, and just can't put my finger on it, but, you know, joining the program, building a team, getting out there, getting sort of balls deep, so to speak. Um, yeah. Just help me just break through and you know gain that confidence um, and eliminate the fear. So yeah, that, that was that was a, that was a huge thing for me. It's just you know getting over that fear. I think I guess it's a fear of fear of failure. Um, you know you you know you're scared to do something for failing. You're scared to do something because it's a lot of work. You're scared sure. to do because you know wondering what people are going to think of you. Yeah, you know, maybe, maybe I used to be like I'm, I'm not good enough. I'm not qualified enough. I don't have you know what you know what I mean. Yeah, um, and just just starting the program, uh, taking action, and just doing it just got me over that. Yeah, yeah, it's great. No, we 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 certainly got the experience, witness that personal growth firsthand. It was it was really great to watch and watch you grow, uh, move from you know the, the technician who was doing a great job into the leader now. You know, being yeah. the leader of your Brooks Performance Company, you know, which is really cool. So. Um, mate, there's obviously people who be watching this now uh, who don't have your experience, 15 years and all that sort of stuff, new to the game, maybe people who are just considering, is, is this the right avenue for me to go down? How could I possibly compete when there's people like yourself out there? Uh, mate, could you give us maybe a few words of wisdom for people out there, you know, considering getting into this industry? What's your take on it? What would you say to someone if they were to ask you, hey, should I embark on this industry? Yeah, sure. So I think, you know, one of the first things you've got to do is you, you've got to treat it as a serious craft. You know, you've got to ask yourself, you know, is, is this a serious job I can see myself doing for the next 20 years? Yeah. Uh, if it is, great. Um, treat it as such. So get yourself educated. Um, find out who's the best in the game and find yourself a mentor. Uh, that's something I really wish that I had when I had first started out is, is someone to work under just for a year or two to, to point me in the right direction. 
Because as you would know, the, the fitness industry is can be quite confusing. You don't know who to follow, what's right, what's wrong. Yeah. Uh, you can waste years buggering about. Um, so, you know, there are plenty of good guys out there on, that do have mentorship schemes. So, you know, find yourself one of them. Um, what else? And then, yeah, be organized. Yeah. You know, be organized and uh, understand the value of business skills. Yeah. Yeah, it's powerful, isn't it? So powerful. And yeah, those, those things just, just go hand in hand. And uh, you obviously offer that uh, type of mentorship. So if someone wants to get in contact with you, where's the best, where's the best first step for them? Is it to email you? Yeah, send me an email. Uh, the website yeah. is www.brooksperformance, B-R-O-O-K-S, performance.com.au. Uh, yeah. You'll be able to find the, my email address on there or my contact number. Just give us, give us a shout and I'd be more than happy to have a chat and see if I can help. Yeah, yeah, and it would, you know, it'd be in uh, everyone's best interest if that was if that was something they wanted to pursue to be able to do yeah. that, uh, yeah. mate. Let's um, let's wrap up with a, a few things, mate. Let's find out a little bit about Reese Brooks, um, you personally, mate. So we've heard a bit about you professionally and your success and so forth. Um, so, mate, tell us a bit about what what do you like to do to uh, unwind? What what do you like to do in you in your free time? Um, tell us a bit about that. Believe it or not, I, I enjoy training in my spare time. Yeah. Um, I, mean, I, I, like, I like to get out, you know, one of my favorite parts to my week is actually getting out of my gym, training at another gym. Yeah. Uh, lift, lift performance over at Redfern. I train with a mate there. And, yeah. um, you know, we, we do always a leg session. It's always the toughest session of the week, but it's the best. Yeah. Uh, I, I, in the winter months, I love snowboarding. Uh, yeah. That's been, been my passion for around, must be 25 years now. Yeah, awesome. Uh, Traveling, traveling is a big part of my life, and just love getting outdoor in nature. Actually, just just walks, uh, walks with the wife. Yeah, uh, usually, usually it's a coastal walk somewhere, um, but that's where you can find me on the weekend from the gym. Yeah, that's awesome. And leg session, mate. Is it is it the typical bodybuilding leg session? Are we talking triple drop sets on the leg extension, or is it you know heavy squats, uh, or what's your what's your go to? At the moment, it's heavy squats. Yeah, uh, that's, you know, I've been working up uh, triple last week for one seventy. So hey, nice. Five sets of three at one seventy. The toe up the knees feel it today though. <laughs> um, that's great. Yeah, so you know, and then we finish off with some accessory work, structural balance type stuff. Where, where we train is some really cool bits of equipment there that we um, love using. I don't know if you've heard of Atlantis, they're a Canadian brand, but yes, um, yeah, yeah, top notch equipment, nice to great. use. Yeah, yeah, excellent. I can tell you, you see your lovely fair with it. All right, favourite food, mate? Favourite food would have to be a good burger, oh, uh, yeah. some chips and something like, you know, a chocolate thick shake. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd have all that, but I'd, I'd take the beer with it, actually. So burger joint, burger and beer joint, take good away. Favourite music? Mate, favourite music? I mean, jeez, um, how to say... Anything that's not commercial. I'm not a big fan of commercial music. Yeah. Um, you know, everything from Friendly Fires. Um, oh, fuck. You've got me stunned. I listen to so much music. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, a South African rap band uh, called, I'm going to pronounce this wrong, The Ant Wood, which means the, the answer. The Ant Wood. Yeah. yeah, yeah, South African yeah. rap. Oh, yeah, um, awesome. Yeah, some deep, enjoy Deep House. I mean, when I listen to, when I train, Sometimes it could be Slipknot, Metallica. Yeah, awesome. So it's, yeah, it's a it's a variety. There you go. Deep Deepwood, hey. Uh, I think it's yeah. I didn't know how to spell it. Man. I think it's D I E, and A N T W O O R D. It's all right. Look out! Look out for it, peeps! Look out for it. TV show. 
Mate, we'd have to be at the moment, uh, Narcos, the Netflix series. Yeah. Pablo Escobar and the, the yeah. Cartel. Yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, I, I enjoy it. You know, you got to, the other thing is it's, because they've got the um, subtitles, you can't be buggering around on your phone or computer. You've got to be watching it. So, yeah. you know, it's only, yeah. it stops me you doing be, yeah. You've got to be focused. That's great. Exactly. And, mate, uh, finally, uh, what book um, are you currently reading or a book you might have recently read that you think, you know, might be of interest to people out there? Mate, I've just started the first page of Rich Dad, Poor Dad. I've been meaning to read it for ages. Uh, there you go. Never, yeah. 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 Great book, yeah, yeah, definitely one of our recommended resources. Those of you who haven't got your hands on it, get your hands on it, read the book, it's excellent. Uh, definitely changed my, my way of thinking, my mindset, so yeah, yeah. I think that's, that's an excellent tip. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to it, actually. Yeah, that's great. Mate, the future looks bright for you. Um, just to, to, to do the final conclusion, uh, yep. where are we going? Where do you see uh, this business maybe in the next 12 months, two years? Have you, have you got some plans that you'd like to share with us? Yeah, sure. Uh, I'd like to build the team, a uh, few yep. members. So to, um, we want to bring on one by the end of the year yes. and a couple more next year. And the end goal is to open my own facility somewhere, somewhere in Sydney. Yeah, gotcha. Excellent. Yeah, that, that, that's always been a dream of mine and, um, yeah, it will happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, mate, one more thing that I just remembered. Very special life event for you coming up soon. Mate, would you want to share that one with us too? Yes, we're 16 weeks uh, till I become a father. Little baby yeah. girl on the way. Fantastic. So yeah. awesome, mate. Yeah. Yeah, looking forward that's, to it. That's great, mate. Yeah, just incredibly happy for you both, for the family. And, um, yep. yeah, mate, so uh, it's been an absolute pleasure. Reese Brooks, if you, you need to find him, uh, Brooks Performance is the place where you go. And uh, thanks very much, everyone, for tuning in. And, Reese, thanks very much for having you on, bud. No worries, mate. Thank you. Pleasure. Cool, mate. Thanks. Bye-bye. Cheers, Brad. Bye.